0: Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are
1: the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is is the the Reptile Talk Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Super excited because this is... Super episode pumped! Episode 10. ten, we're in it. We're 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 we're, we're going into the double digits in a really strong way.
0: The strongest way, the old-fashioned way, if you will. The old-fashioned way,
1: <laughs> yes. And uh, man, I I I wish I was there to enjoy the old-fashioned way in real life. But <laughs> with I'm the man himself, with the man himself. So we're super stoked because we have the one, the, the only. only, Brian Cusco. What's going on, Brian?
2: You know, there is actually another Brian Cusco I found out a long time ago on Facebook. The one of two, of two. <laughs> Brian Cusco. CuscoTopia, <laughs> we have Brian Cusco here. I don't know if he's a legit Brian Cusco or if he just made it up. It, it was somebody in Africa somewhere. Um, some account didn't look like it was. It could have been It could have been real. I don't know for the fact <laughs> or not, but... It's I a fake account. He, it's a
1: ghost account, dude. I, I think – He definitely
2: didn't look Czechoslovakian. I can tell you that. Much. <laughs> I think that's
1: that's gonna need to be one of the things you do on your next set of world traveling is try to find find the, the other, other Brian, Brian Cusco. Cusco. Yes.
0: <laughs> and then you guys gotta have I a mean, duel, I'm, like I'm an old fashioned like, duel where you slap each other with gloves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, would, I would probably do I would probably do more of a fish dance thing. Okay, right. I'm with it. Fish. Yes. Yeah. I dig it. I'm cool with that. That's a, a Monty Python reference. There's, a, there's this scene. It's the fish duel. They just kind of do a little dance and then slap, <laughs> slap each other with a fish. Yes, yes. Glove, like, duel style, but with a fish. And with the fish, the fish. The fish keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm so about this. Oh, my God. So if, if you who are listening can't already tell, there will be many laughs. Here. So many laughs uh, I promise on, on our part. Um, if you don't <laughs> laugh and you're like, "Wow, these guys are laughing a lot," realize that we're having a pretty fucking
2: good time. That's damn right, <laughs> dude. I, I really need to come out and visit you guys. It's no joke. We've only got to meet that one time at Tinley, but like, I feel like yes. I, I know you guys. Like,
1: really? I mean, oh, yeah, I dude. Do Jer- Jeremy
2: with your music playing and stuff. I, I checked that out and like, you're, you're badass at music. And then you, oh, thank you, dude managing a nerd and and rob you do you do most of the educational stuff over there right yeah
0: i do a lot of the educational stuff at nerd. I yep. love that nerd
1: and
2: stuff. all the photographs yeah all
0: the photographs and, for the website yeah. and blah 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 all that stuff a lot of the stuff for the instagram and all that stuff
2: nice man yeah Are you, you also, gotta come out to nerd you give a solid like you gave me one of the more real hugs i've ever gotten in my life that for that first time we met timley I, I don't that is I the will, best compliment I love receiving that compliment every time. That never gets old. Ever, ever, ever.
0: Yeah. I love giving people hugs. And, Brian, you got a solid fucking hug, dude.
2: Nice. I uh, worked on it for a long time. Some family members will tell you that I just used to, used to like, lean in and not actually put any arms on anybody. <laughs> He's like, was, I got to find the right progress. place
1: for my shoulder to rest. And and then, okay, all right. This then is I'm optimum here, right. hug angle. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and your posts,
2: too. I like I like seeing your posts on Facebook. They just, you get people thinking. Like, your posts, you ask questions and, like, want to know what – I love all the questions you put up there, man. It's, like, it, one of the nicer things to see on Facebook is those questions.
0: It's not just drama and bullshit. It's, like, actually <laughs> it's a little bit entertaining and not really – People hating each other.
1: Yeah, so, then Donnie yeah. and I go in there, and we're like...
0: Donnie! Get oh, fucked! Yeah, he's like, get <laughs> fucked! Just stir shit up. It's like, what's the most loving thing that you remember from your childhood? And Donnie would be like, my pastor. And you're like, no! <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. Donnie, uh, is, Donnie is something else, man. Dude. <laughs>
1: oh, boy. Oh, uh, man. So, yeah. uh, okay, so... Let's let's talk some reptiles. Let's actually talk reptiles yeah. now. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, we can we can do that a little bit. I mean, the one thing about talking reptiles for me is like I don't I don't know that much honestly. Like compared to a lot of people that have reptile knowledge to pass on, like I maybe I, I've definitely learned some things over the years. You know, it's been a long time, but I don't know. I don't feel like I have. But we can talk about reptiles. it's all about podcast. the experience,
0: dude. You fucking went to Australia, which is yeah. like
1: get fucked. Yeah, that's
2: fucking <laughs> uh, that's the dream, dude. That is. That's yeah. it. Getting to see a wild thorny devil, bro. Yeah, yeah that was definitely, man, I, I'll tell you what, I, I seen those as a kid growing up in those Time Life books and then actually getting to see one in real yes. life. I didn't realize how, how small tiny. they were.
0: Right? Yeah. Right? Tiny. Is, I I those in like the Borneo earless monitors, people think that they're like big, and it's like, no, it's actually like, you know, good-sized toki gecko. It's like right around there. <laughs> I,
2: I think since they're such impressive-looking animals, you know, just, I mean, that first picture I saw of one was definitely a macro shot in that, yes. in that magazine. It's just like looks so formidable and, and menacing. And sees and like, oh, it's like a cute little spiky Jackson's chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing.
0: So when you found that, you guys were driving, right?
2: Yeah, we, we drove to a very specific spot where uh, the guy who owns the reptile place in the Red Center in, uh, in Alice Springs, the Alice Springs Reptile Center, they have some there captive on display.
1: That's and he, awesome
2: relayed this somewhat specific directions like go this far down this road then turn down this road and go this far down it and right about there for the, like 15 kilometers or so just cruise back and forth right in that spot and we got pat- you know past the spot where he recommended and then we turned around at the spot where he said to go back and forth at. and on the way back on that first time there it was just on the side of the road
3: uh. sheesh
2: Dude, that's the thing where I'd be, like, shaking. I'd be, like,
0: hopping out of the so car, exciting, diving. Man. I'd be, like, tripping over myself. Look, it's oh, yeah. right we there. Oh, we the
2: car. We jumped out. Dave was there. Dave ran right past it at first. He was so excited. <laughs> 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 I was like, Dave, it's back here. It's oh, over here, dude. You got
1: too far, too far. Oh, now we need dude, to talk to Dave just about that.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You should get Dave's version of that story because it was uh, – I was laughing very much at his expense at that time. He was, he was having a rough time. He was having a real hard time filming. That was the hardest laugh I had the entire trip. That was actually, I think, the hardest laugh I had all year at that point. And still to this <laughs> day, I was unable to stand any longer, and I was on the ground. I got the yes. camera luckily. Like the whole, the whole thing happened, and I was recording. I I like dropped the camera on the ground, but it stays rolling. It's a. Uh, it was quite. I mean it was the best combo ever like finding that was the one species i really really wanted to find like that was at the top of my list like if there's one animal that i can hopefully see in australia it's gonna be a thorny devil that was uh-huh. it i yeah. already made that my decision and the fact that that got coupled with the best laugh i had all year that's yeah, the list that's top, it that's that's, that, that's icing there's, on the cake
1: yeah there's always whenever you find your target species when you're uh. going out like there's nothing like that feeling but to but to throw some, a little comedy in there too in good times yeah, yeah. that's Yep, that's taking it to a whole other level, and the fact that it's Dave Kaufman. Oh, oh, the laughs, oh, the laughs. Ah,
2: oh. yeah, and we and we've got that thing for Monty Python too. That like uh, kind of adds to the. It's almost like a. Sometimes it's like a uh, inside joke almost with people who know Monty Python. Like that fish thing. He probably would have. He would have. I mean, he definitely would have got that. Not probably, but um, for some reason that that British humor, like, because some people don't understand British humor, and I can see why, because it's yeah. a little yeah. bit. Weird sometimes and it's very dry, sarcastical all the time. But mm-hmm. man, I, I was uh, I was breastfed sarcasm as a young child, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love it, I absolutely love it. Uh, but so, we, we also found
2: an Owen Pelly over there, which uh, was just bro. ridiculous. I sometimes I'm hesitant to tell people because of how like hard it is to find sometimes. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. Know. So here's the I don't deal. Want
0: i see see so many people who are like i went to australia i saw these cool things i don't want to talk about it and then i saw chandler's wildlife posted a picture of owen pelly that he found on his face that he's holding it and i was like okay if this dude can find one and put it on his face everybody else can talk about what they're doing i don't care (laughs) that's
2: true true. i mean i have definitely made a video of of handling it like when we first approached it we were just checking it out we we, we were literally like going to find a place to park and crash for the night we kind of been gi- given up for the, not giving up, but like we we're turning in because we knew early morning was going to come soon, and yeah, we wanted to be ready for the next day. So we are finding a spot to park, and mm. we were probably two kilometers from the spot we ended up actually parking to crash that night, and that was where it was, just hanging out partway in the road. Bruh, and Jesus! That was the one time that I definitely jumped out with forgetting to put anything on my feet not thinking about how Ugh. the ground was when I jumped out. Oh, but it didn't matter. It didn't I, I I spent a lot of time in Hawaii. I spent a lot of time my shoes off. Mm -hmm. um i've got pretty like my feet that's not a big deal but i did hit that that rocky ground pretty hard out of (laughs) it so i gotta ask you since since you got
0: you got to like be up close with it what body type does it have what what was it closest to somalia
2: really somalia for sure definitely. it was like a scrub like like a python um i i was so after we jumped out we we were just kind of checking it out giving it space for a minute and i was like we're trying to figure out how long it was. And then I was like, hey, well, I'll, I'll lay down next to it. Give it some reference. And when I went to go lay down next to it, it kind of reared up on me, turned around on me, you know, po- postured up. I lifted up my knee, did kind of like the Karate Kid uh, knee in the air, hands <laughs> in the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just like honed in on my knee, just like that triple S. You know that triple S oh, neck yeah. that you get with Somalia is that oh. same type of triple S in the neck. And I was like, and it was super cool to just be standing there like Karate Kid with this <laughs> squaring no right up with <laughs> you. It's <with> some- <laughs> It ended up uh, being about three and a half meters or so. so. Wow, that's a really
1: good size. Yeah. Yeah, that and is damn. incredible.
2: And then, it, then after I did, we did that little uh, standoff. It tried to take yeah. off in the bushes, and I, I picked it up and we were handling it, and I, I saw on video. Dude. But, damn. That is freaking awesome. Ah. They're going ape shit with the chairs upstairs.
1: I, I can hear
2: it. Yeah, this, this happens. I don't know why it's happening right now, but it does. <laughs> it's musical. They
1: decided to have musical chairs at the exact same time. <laughs>
2: Somebody's we grabbing be on the out phone. Of the uh, pantry for sure. Somebody who's not supposed to be getting that high in the pantry is Uh-oh. getting that high in the a chair. <laughs> so it's, there's also supposed to be somebody else up there that's responsible that's going to be taking care of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally
1: I'm surrounded by all of my trumpets. I could have just pulled one out and played that in yeah. real time. Yep. But... <laughs> oh,
2: that would have been, that would have been perfect. That, I still need to know, send you a track. I haven't recorded the track that I was mentioning yet. I haven't even recorded
1: the rhythm or anything yet. But it's I can't wait to get it though.
2: I cannot yeah. wait to get it. Um, I just just got a piano and I was kind of waiting for that before I started laying down the track because I really I,
1: wanted to put some. Dude, I saw some of the video clips that you were putting up and I was like, this okay? How many instruments do you play?
2: um just put one in my hand we'll find out
1: oh man that's that, awesome that ain't fair man <laughs> i'll tell you fair. the saxophone
2: i've never really figured out the saxophone i did play clarinet when i was four yeah not four sorry when i was in fourth grade when i was nine okay. i played clarinet in school and that was the closest i ever got to playing a saxophone i've tried to play a saxophone. <laughs> i can make a note on a saxophone but like how to do the fingerings is it's a mystery for it's, me
1: it's pretty no it's pretty bizarre i um I can play quite a few brass instruments, but when it comes to woodwinds, I'm like, I got a guy. That's the nice <laughs> thing about brass. That's the nice thing about
2: brass is you only got those three valves. Like you don't, you know, you switch to any of it with a tuba, where's the trumpet, with the baritone. Exactly. The trombone is just like kind of nature, you know, longer, longer tube, longer deeper note. It's you know, kind exactly. of. Exactly. Intuitive.
1: Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I was just hmm. talking to one of my sax playing friends today because we got we got asked to do some sectional work and uh i sent him over some some charts and he's like dude he's like the the melody stuff man he's like there's no place to breathe that's so much harder (laughs) for saxophone than it is for trumpet because i can't circular breathe on this damn saxophone
2: and i was like get fucked (laughs) (laughs) i knew a guy um ross l he called himself up in Portland. He played in some of the different reggae groups out that way, and, and just an amazing horn player. Mm. This dude can play trumpet and saxophone at the same time. That's well. unnecessary. What That's the insane. hell? What, those <laughs> armatures are completely different, opposite from each other. Yeah, like, it, but he can do it, and he does it. That's okay. I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> He's definitely one of those okay, I give up type of musicians. You know? Oh my gosh.
1: Okay, listen. So. I, I, we're going off on a slight music tangent, but uh, so to, I've to. I've gotten really lucky over the last couple of years to work with a couple of child prodigies. Um, one of them uh, was this kid; uh, his name's Aaron, the bassist. He's from Slovakia, uh, but I got to play with him in LA, and I was just recording some horns for his uh, debut EP. And I'm listening to the production, and like even when I when I met him, I'm like listening to him play and i'm like you're nine you have <laughs> like the in the intuition of somebody who's playing who's been playing for 30 40 plus years you know and those, i mean those like, kids blow me away <clears throat> dude and i'm like we're playing with this uh, with this amazing drummer out in la his name's, uh kareem thompson and um you know he's doing all these chops and I know like grown adult musicians that would not be able to stay locked into a pocket while a drummer's doing that. And this kid is like stomping his foot, locked in, like grooving with a big smile on his face, and I'm like, You're not from Earth. What you're nine. You stop that and you mess up right now.
2: <laughs> there's there's people like that, man. There's these kids up on the North Shore um ron artis's kids ron artis has passed on but he had this little spot where people will stop in on north shore and he's just got basically a a section you know where people have shave ice buildings or restaurants he's got a spot where you can come up and check out his family band and he's got these kids Mm. his kids Mm the young kids and they're all just jamming out like you wouldn't believe you know like like there's no other it was uh pretty impressive like little kids it was amazing it was like (sighs) jackson five type of stuff you know
1: dude that's that's the stuff that blows me away. The the other kid that I that I got to play with down in Connecticut, uh, is this piano player. His name is Justin Lee Schultz. And um he's twelve he just turned thirteen, I think. But um I would I would literally put him uh in the same category as like some of the top Grammy Award winning, like legendary piano players at at twelve or thirteen. And like wow. he blows me way the first time i saw a video of him playing i was like there's no way he's x amount of years old like that doesn't make any sense and then getting to play with him i was like you are alien and i know you don't play trumpet but i want to stop playing trumpet because i think if you did play trumpet you would take all of my gigs and any other gig that any other trumpet player needed because now he all of a sudden is like I play guitar now too. And shreds on guitar. And it's like, guess what? Playing some bass. And I'm like, stop.
2: Just,
1: you do not leave the rhythm section. Ever.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And there's some, there's some people that like have that, that uncanny like ability to tap in and are super technical. And then you got the opposite side of the spectrum on, on a similar wavelength though, where people can just, just flow and like go off on, on some crazy stuff that is not technical at all, but just has the full feel that, Yes. I feel like you can do the same with, with reptile keepers too. Like you got people that are very technical and know a lot of the very technical stuff about keeping, you know, the, the not whether there's temperatures or, and then there's people that just like feel it and can just like feel an animal out and just kind of know what's going on. They're almost like an intuitive yeah. thing. Yep. 100%. It's a trip to see that best stuff. You're talking about coming to LA. Like I, I would love you guys to come out and get out of LA. We talked about this a little bit before mm-hmm. um, coming up and seeing some other parts of the state. Cause we're a big state and I always feel bad when people come to California. Not super bad, but a little bad. I do feel bad when people come to California and all, all they know is, uh, is L.A. of California. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, no wonder you don't like California. Um, <laughs> yeah. I Nothing against L.A., but everything against L.A. I could not live in L.A. I've lived in L.A. Yeah. I will not live in L.A. I, come, I contemplated it at one point when I first got back because there are a lot of keepers down there. and It would be cool to be closer to those folks. Mm-hmm. But, but man, I, you guys got to come up here. We'll go check out, like, MDO and, and find some rattlesnakes out on the, the ocean yes. bluffs and some kink snakes just a little bit inland and it's uh it's it's wild up here man
0: I'm yeah. about that cuz I love field herping yes. love 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 it
3: yep
2: we can go we can go from here and we can go up and check out Brian Gundy too he would be he's dude one yes one of the most amazing people to herp with man and man, just an amazing human being
1: Brian Gundy is so dope <laughs> and and I, I say that because like I've known Brian through YouTube for well over ten years I think at, at least or 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 like maybe right at ten years it's been a long time, um, but when we were at Tinley this past fall finally getting to meet him I'm like dude you are the most genuine human being he's like soul. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like from the YouTube videos to in person like he's just he's just there. And like engaging, and I was like, dude, you you just fucking rock, bro. Like, fuck. He yeah. does, man.
2: It's no <laughs> joke. It's no joke. The dude is one of the most solid individuals I've ever met in my entire life.
1: Yeah. Yep. Shout I'm, I'm, out to I'm, Brian I'm... Gundy, from He's For actually, Goodness Snakes.
2: He uh he was the, the main because there were a lot of people that were influences, but he was the one that actually, you know, I saw his channel and he put his phone number on his channel. and I was like, did this dude just put his phone number on the internet? I was like, well, I'm going to call it and see what happens. And then he answered the phone and we had a little conversation. And, and long story short, I go ended up meeting him at his house and we were talking about everything. And he was the one that suggested, he's like, yeah, well, you should start a, you should start a channel and put some stuff up. And that, that was when the light bulb clicked to start a channel Was when he said that. Um, That's dope. That's incredible. He's the guy. He's, he's, the, I love that man. Like. Like he's my own family, man. That guy is that guy is amazing. Yeah, I, I'll keep shutting him up until the day I die. Yeah, that guy is uh, just an exceptional human. And his herping, like when you go herping with him too, I mean, you're gonna find stuff. Like you're not gonna go herping with Brian and get skunked because that's he's always not, he's gonna nice. Give up, <laughs> yeah. And he he knows his he knows his spots. I mean, the, the first time I went out with him, he grabbed like he went to the first the first place he went to, and I, he comes up and he's got several snakes and alligator lizards in one grab at the first what? spot he hit yeah was... <laughs> <laughs> that's what i said i was like what <laughs> what i watched him dive head first into into a poison oak to go after an alligator lizard oh shit oh, oh. but just good about it he's like yeah i'll just wash myself later i'll be fine like We're he cool. did he wasn't it wasn't an accident he knew what he was doing
1: oh my god that's
2: so, so awesome though because, so like... brian
1: gundy is going up in the cool factors yeah <laughs>
0: Dude, that's awesome though, because like a lot of people see alligator lizards, it's like meh, whatever. But like,
2: those things are pretty cool. No, no, he's taking he's taking the mites off their ears, cleaning them up a
1: little bit, and then putting them back out there. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's so that's sweet. so freaking cool. Oh man. So, Brian, what like really got
0: you into reptiles to begin with? Was it you're just like wild child like always into them?
2: I mean, yeah, I was into dinosaurs. Like one of some of my first memories, you know, dinosaur for. Uh, the first Halloween I can remember dinosaur pillowcases as a kid and bed sheets and just like way Ooh. into dinosaur, dinosaur birthday cake. Yep. And we, I've told this story, um, a number of times people who have heard it before, but it's, uh, I was living next door to a guy named snake when I was four years old huh. and he was like a hell's angel type of dude. We lived in this apartment complex in Hayward where I was born. And, uh, one day his snake We didn't know it was his snake at the time. I didn't even know he had reptiles. I just knew his name was snake. And there's a king snake crawling through our backyard, and my dad identified it as a California king. And I was super excited about it. And once he identified that, it was, you know, my dad's fairly hip to just most things in life, actually. Shout out to my dad. He knows a little bit about everything. He's like a Google, you know. Before there was Google, there was dad. Google gets some shit wrong, and he can actually tell you what's really going on. Um, (laughs) That's awesome. But so he, I mean, he turned me on to everything in life i would say whether it's acdc or snakes he picked up that snake and was like well yep it's a king snake and then we found out it was snakes escaped snake and when we went over to his house to bring it back to him into his living room it looked like you know our reptile rooms do kind of today and you know as a little kid i'm like into dinosaurs we find this thing in the backyard and then this guy's got dinosaurs in his house i was like yep and my parents were cool enough right then to just uh, let me get my first pet snake when I was four years old. That's what? awesome.
1: Yeah, that's dope. So
0: wait, you're saying that you found a snake and brought it back to a guy named Snake? So it was Snakeception.
2: It had to be. It had to be because I I literally had only snakes until last year. I only yep. kept nothing but snakes my entire. Well, I had a box turtle. I shouldn't. You know, I I caught frogs at the creek, or I caught tadpoles at the creek, watched them turn into toads, and put them back. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty as as far as actually having like pets beside that box turtle when I was like seven, it's only been snakes and uh, yeah, maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. They're just, they still just fascinate me like no other.
1: It's the lifelong snake, exception, snake, (laughs) exception. I'm I'm, I'm about it, dude.
2: (laughs) There's just something very calming about them for me. They, they have such a calming aura to them when you, when you're handling a snake, it just, it's almost like a Zen experience for me, man. And I've said that before, but it's true. Like I, I'm holding a snake and especially well it doesn't matter what kind of snake, any snake, just like getting in tune with it and feeling how it how it interacts with you. Even that it... Pied <laughs> 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 Oh my god. <laughs> oh, <dude. There> was... <laughs> I guess Zen Zen is not how we would describe that. Okay. <laughs> like, I was like I was like, hmm, he just said every snake. <laughs> I, I tried I tried my best. To achieve <laughs> some sort of state of zen with that pied, and all, all she told me with that zen was like, here, how this, you know, how zen does this feel? feel, feel, feel uh, like, uh, put my, put my biggest teeth in deep into your knuckles, uh, and then she, see how that zens you out, buddy. Oh <laughs> man, like, oh, the
1: zen okay, is I'm, when she's back in the cage and the door gets locked. Yeah. Then zen can truly be reached.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's facts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that, I don't know. That's how
0: I feel, though, when I'm, like, handling my scrub pythons. Every time I, I hold one, it's just, like, literally just calms me right down. I'm just focused in looking at the animal, watching how it's interacting with me. It's just, like, every time is
2: like that. If I had gotten that girl when she was the age that I got my scrubs, yeah, then it would have been a different story, I'm sure. this snake had a particularly rocky history with humans, you know, so but it was one of, kind of one of my goals. It's one of my biggest failures, actually, to this date. Is not being able to uh, have a nice, easy, gentle interaction with that pied—that yeah. that would have been something. That would have been something nice. But she had, set, had such deep ingrained uh, fear of humans. Is tough to. It was. It was very that. easy to see that like it wasn't going to be much you could do to really get that to go away because it seemed like it was pretty deeply ingrained. Not that I would. Not that it couldn't have been. I'd love to see Kevin work with her.
0: I would <laughs> love to see yes. that. Because even the pids that we've got at Nerd, they are defensive. I don't know if they're quite as defensive, but they're yeah. they are still they still, put... still still take a swing at you like yeah. almost every time that you take them out. And I've got to the point now where when I take them out, if I go super slow and take my time with it, it they won't usually try and bite me. They'll still hiss and stuff, but they they don't usually try and bite unless I actually push them and try and get things done quicker. But if I take my time with them. I, I've gotten them to the point now where they're not horrendous. But just if you watch people who are trying to like rush with them, uh uh-uh. uh, they'll yeah, come right at that. you. They're not having it at <laughs> all. But Kevin is one of those like zen people who, like, when he t- you could be holding a snake and it's losing its mind. And the second that he puts his hand on it, the thing just like calms out, calms out just immediately. Yeah, he's, he just like emanates this vibration that just like chills them right out.
1: It's all the meth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the meth and the gayness it's the, yes it's that exactly it, you know, it makes it work you know big g- dangerous creatures are tamed by uh gay and meth that's yes. pretty much how it works yep. i see that's you've watched tiger king yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trip to see people that i that i had met before and been to their places in tiger king when when i was like whoa
1: yeah right uh, <laughs> yeah i was like oh this place looks a little familiar i was like wait a
2: second we were there just a couple weeks ago what yeah. is going on right now oh boy <laughs> and then the, the person the person that lost their arm reached out to me on instagram and i was tripping i was like oh what? really S- saf? yeah he was like i want to come see check out some snakes yeah and i was like dude. Yeah, um, at first i was like is this a real real person is this really you reaching <laughs> out to me and that I, but I, after a little bit of research in the account I was like oh yeah this is this is saf dude so that's, that's <laughs>
0: awesome
2: we're in the same state so at some point um we definitely have plans to have some snake interactions over here, and whatnot. So, that's I would super say dope. keep them away for the pie. That's all I'm saying. With well, the, well, the Pied the pie is the pie is gone now. Oh, so. Okay, okay. Yep. Garrett Garrett took the Pied back. It was a pretty fun fun event. We had Carpet Fest over here, Southwest Carpet Fest uh, 2019. Yep. And th- that was a lot of fun, man. That that's the type of thing that I would love for you guys to come out to, man. Hell that yeah. That was just like one of the best times.
1: Hell yeah, I I can. So we've been to Southeast Carpet Fest. Yep, I did not. Have, meet the I know. I remember you up.
2: guys went that I really wanted to go when. Oh, yes,
1: man, it was right Sorry, before the quarantine up. crap. Yeah, it happened. was right before that. So, <laughs> have you been to Northeast nope, Carpet Fest? I have Fest? not okay. been to the original. So I've been to Northeast Carpet Fest a few times, and I know the party that ensues in oh, Pennsylvania. It's, it's wild. Uh, I the saw. The party was nowhere near as wild down in Florida, and yeah. I think that's because it was too far north in Florida. Uh, but I can only imagine the party of Southwest Carpet Fest, Oof. Um, and I'm 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 a, I'm gonna go as as far past as I can. I'm here for that bitch. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, the one this year, with my buddy Travis was hosting, but he, uh, you know, he kind of shut it down, dude. Everything that was happening. It was supposed to be right. happening this no, ne- ne- well next month, but. I think the 6th. It was supposed to be June 6th. I'm almost po- – no, maybe the weekend after. Anyway, it was supposed to happen next month. It's not happening now. Yeah. So that's, that's a bummer. I'm really ready to have some more reptile events or a reptile event to attend again.
1: Same. Legit same.
2: I yeah. heard that um, Herps Conroe is happening. Yes, I heard that 14th. too. Oh,
1: I, did, I didn't – Wild. I was like, you that's guys are crazy. bold. Yeah. You're, you're making a bold statement right now.
2: Right. I, I looked at uh, – I mean – being who I am, I looked at plane tickets last night. I was like, oh, what, is, what would it cost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm feeling so, pretty confident about it, but you know, yeah. it is what it is.
1: I just took a, a road trip this past weekend and uh, popped by to see my folks um, down in Western Mass. And I, because I haven't seen them since the whole quarantine started. And yeah, uh, neither
2: have I. I'm waiting, hoping to see my folks soon.
1: Yeah. And I, I was just like, first off, it was just nice to be away yeah um Away and doing home. something yeah. you know outside the what has been the norm for the last couple months uh and then to just see, see i mean see my family but see people in general that i haven't seen in a while uh by force yes you know not by not by choice uh to finally be able to see them was like oh life life can still happen that's right it's okay <laughs> it's gonna be okay
2: yeah I think it's going to be okay, too. I mean, it is it is interesting how it's all played out these past couple months, but yeah, um, you know, it definitely seemed like the responsible thing to do to try and flatten the curve, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, I just so really I,
0: hope that October Tinley still happens because I will cry so hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing I look forward to every year. I don't really take vacations. I don't really take time off, but Tinley is, like, the one thing where I get to, like, go just – nerd out with other reptile people and if that gets canceled this year i'm gonna be a very very sad person
2: yeah i feel you man for sure that i definitely was on the team of thinking that it's not going to happen because of what they announced about concerts not happening for the rest of the year yeah just, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff but maybe maybe it's i guess it's a strong maybe they definitely hadn't made an announcement announcement either way on that yet yeah i already so. paid
1: for my hotels Ooh. i know same <laughs> Well, you uh, have to, right? You got
2: to pay for your hotel. Yeah, like a year, year in advance, before you leave for the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, I booked
1: them the
0: next weekend after.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, we were we were all like sitting sitting in the office, and we're like, we have to get hotel rooms now. And they, the
0: <laughs> the actual expo center was already
2: sold out. I was like, fuck, damn it. Yeah, tinley has never disappointed the first time i went to tinley i made a decision that i would be back every year at that first time i had gone mm-hmm. and i've been back every year and it expanded it to going twice a year to both the shows yeah and it just never disappoints man
0: i yeah. i went once in i think 2013 <clears throat> and it like blew me away and then after that i just like i didn't prioritize i had so much work going on i did two jobs for like a lot of years so i could never <laughs> get time off ever and then the last two years I've gone and, like, it's worth it, 100%. Oh, yeah, 100% if you're listening right yeah. now and you're on the fence about, maybe I should go check out the Tinley Park Reptiles. No, Fucking go. go. You, you gotta, gotta go. go. Yep. Because it, especially for a lot of people who live in areas where they don't have people who can they can talk to reptiles about or, you know, even species that they're interested in. Because, like, it's one thing to know people who keep reptiles around you, but not everyone keeps all the same stuff. Not everyone's interested in the same things. But when you go to Tinley, whatever weird thing that you're into, there's someone there who's into it too. And you can get a chance to network with people and just talk yep. about those things. And just the, there's so much energy there that when you're around that, all those people and all those people who are excited to be about reptiles, it just like, you can't walk away without getting influenced by it, you know?
2: Yeah, and you can't capture that via YouTube, Facebook, nah, Instagram, any of that not, stuff, you gotta not even be close. There. Nope, not even close. No. Nope. Anybody that's been there will will reaffirm that. Anybody that doesn't, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I mean, true. It's, just, it's, it's true. not the same.
1: There's there's nothing, especially in today's world. There's nothing that beats that face to face interaction, mm-hmm. especially when it's when it's about something that you love already. Yeah. You know. Um, and I mean, a lot of times, like the diehard reptile people are cool people. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. There's a few, you know, cracks in the eggshell, but, you know, whatever. Well,
2: that's, that's just humanity, man. There's always yes. a couple of cracks in the eggshell. I was going to make uh, scrambled eggs and yolk, and it's kind of delicious sometimes. That's, that's true. I'm,
1: I'm here for the drama. No. <laughs> I, I am not. I mean, I'm dying. here for the scrambled eggs. That's, that's That was the analogy. Sorry. The omelets. Sorry.
2: The omelets. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for the omelets. Mm, uh, yeah, a little bit of cheese always helps. There you go. Go <laughs> there you go <laughs> Or stops it Whatever you needed to do It'll run through it It'll stop it up and, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god uh. <laughs> So ha- have you been to any Of the other big
0: shows You ever go to the California Super Shows Or
2: Oh absolutely The California Super Show Was the first one I went to And um, I actually I Do a lot of interviews there uh, That's kind of where I Where I said That's my home That's my home show Basically See, um, that is The San always... Jose Show Is also my home show I mean I went to The San Jose Show recently It was kind of cool to see that different and the sacramento show it's like that northern california it's it's so different than southern california i can't can't really Mm. tell you how much that northern california and southern california are different different places Hmm. i can only and that's still just the bay like once you get north of the bay it's a whole different world up there
1: yeah it's that's one thing that's always amazed me like i really enjoy traveling and it's always one thing that's amazed me when you are visiting a state and it I, it doesn't necessarily really matter how large the state is, but as uh, the state gets bigger, the, the differences get bigger from one side of the state to the other. Um, like, I, I mean, I grew up in Massachusetts. So you think about Massachusetts, Oof. you've got, you know, the left side of the state, the P- Pittsfield and, mm-hmm. and the Berkshires and everything, all these amazing mountainous regions. And, and it's just very much wildlife and everything. And then you go all the way to the right of the state and it's like Boston.
0: It's like houses and, everywhere.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's like, man, Massachusetts isn't that big. Like, you can drive the entire state in three hours pretty much. Yeah. Um, I need to go Cape. back
2: out there because my, my, I have family out there. My grandmother is from there. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, she uh, grew up in fall, outside of Fall River. Um, oh, Yeah. I need to come. I've been out to Pittsburgh, which, where, I, where are my grandfather's from. I've gone out there a couple times now, but I still haven't been to Mass, so I need to, I need to check that out. Dude, yeah. I'm
0: telling you, it's, we're not that far away. You can
2: get it up
0: and do a nerd trip, too. That's it all I'm Yeah, I know.
2: I know. That's on my list. Dude, there's There are three places that I've kind of got on my list to go once this is lifted. as Nerd, Reptarium, and Tinley. Hell
1: yes. yeah. Yep, Hell I second yeah. that list.
0: See, I, I haven't been to the Reptarium yet. And you guys, Jeremy and some of the staff went, yep. and I had animals with me from the expo yep. and stuff, so I had to head home or i had had animals and supplies and stuff yeah so i had to head back early i couldn't spend the extra time going out there but i really want to go out to check out brian's reptarium i've known brian for a bazillion years so yeah like i love the stuff that he's doing with that and since i'm so big on education i really want to see how he works all the education into it on site because that's like that's my dream right there is being able to educate people every day about reptiles
2: yeah, I'm I'm with you, bro. Like hundred percent. That's uh that's one of the other things I miss. I just started this year to do educational programs for schools and, and stuff right. like that. And I had just started. Like I was just starting to get the feel for it and uh yeah, then it's and it's over. But yeah, Brian's spot and, and out there and, and Tinley. I went there when it was not quite open yet he did like kind of a soft open just for some friends for a birthday party mm-hmm. yeah. and all the enclosures weren't completed yet or anything but i was there for that and i haven't i want i told him i was like dude can i swim in the end cage, please and he's like hey, <laughs> man, whenever you come out you have at it man Jump in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: awesome yes
2: that, i really oh, want man. to do that it looks like so much fun yeah
1: no it, it it's amazing When when we went out um, they, he was just talking about the renovations um he to for the expansion he, he wasn't he didn't even break ground yet but uh I, I was already impressed with a how the space was utilized mm-hmm. um, and b uh, how well everything was put together you know because you, you know and i know like Brian doesn't half ass anything and i give him a lot of credit for that if he's going to get invested in something he's going for it um, so that you know, God forbid it doesn't happen, he can't say in any way, shape, or form, he "I didn't, didn't try." Yeah. You know, and I respect that a lot. Um, but you know, he, he still, like, I had never heard of like Universal Rock or anything like that. So you see it on YouTube, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, this looks pretty cool." But then to see it in person, I was like, "Whoa, like this, is, this looks real as shit, it's legit, and yeah. holy crap." You know so I know the, the expansion he just he hit the ground running twice as fast and, uh, and hit it twice as hard. And again, it looks amazing uh, via YouTube and stuff. Uh, so I can only imagine what, what it's looking like now with the expansion and I'm excited to be able to get back over there as soon as I can to check that out. And now he's already talking about 3.0 and shit and I'm like, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't rest a
2: whole lot. That's no, not he doesn't, man. And that's been like
1: forever. I remember going out to his place back in twenty eleven when he still had like BHB, like in the big building. And um I just remember looking at that and I'm like I remember asking him like, dude, like do you ever like get a break? And he's like, Nope.
2: Nope. He doesn't he doesn't want a break, dude. No, yeah. and
1: he doesn't. He doesn't. He's just like, go, go, go. And, but his drive and passion for everything that he's doing is it, – it, it never fades away, mm-hmm. which I think is so amazing because I'm it's like
2: unparalleled, – It's unparalleled from anything I've seen today.
1: Yeah, because it's just like – I'm like, dude, I think about work for a week, and I'm just like, whew, I need to take a <laughs> seat. You know, like there's some other things I need to try to attend to, and Brian's just like, ah, you know, if I get two hours of sleep, I get two hours of sleep. But, you know, we're going to go right back at it again tomorrow, and I'm like, holy shit, dude you know
2: it's pretty it's pretty uncanny man honestly it yeah it really
1: is but i feel like that's also like 100 percent a, a mindset that you have to be willing to get yourself into like literally like if i can only get two hours of sleep that's all i can get yeah. and i have to push on you know like like nothing um and that's such a hard mentality to start i feel like once you've been doing it for so many years it's kind of just like oh this is my normal yep. you know but to start that uh is really like Whew, I'm I'm a little winded already thinking about just it. it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's
2: is definitely something else, man. I i can never really say enough that it really is unparalleled. I've never seen somebody with that much con- constant, constant drive and energy to keep going, <laughs> no matter yeah. what. Like he was in the hospital, he'll just he'll still be going. It's yeah
1: it's ridiculous. <laughs> yep exactly and i'm just like so uh you
2: try to force him to take a break and take a little load off and it's like
1: he's like no 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 no, i got it
2: he'll try yeah so he'll try to stop and rest but nope and there he goes <laughs>
1: yeah i i feel like if uh if he ever like i, and I don't want to jinx this at all but if he was to ever like break his leg and be on one of those scooters where you have to like bend your leg yeah on it or whatever i feel like he would find some way to put like a small motor on it so he could just get to do things faster oh, yeah. and he'd oh, be like yeah. dude
0: Stop! He'd have a camera rig on the on the handlebars. Yeah, so that yeah, he yeah, can yeah. film. While Gimbal's attached, yeah. so when
1: he turns, when he it turns, turns with it, him. Yeah. And you're like, "Son of a bitch, he's
0: wow. done it again!" It looks smoother when he does it that way. What the ah. hell?
2: Damn, I, I need to. I, I, what did you guys have? Something happen over there? No, no, uh, no, 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 no. no, Just okay. that. Just that. Uh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was. I was. T- I texted him the other day, and it just made me. It's making me miss it. Just talking about it. Like I really want to go there, and I'm we were uh somebody reached out to me a news thing reached out to me wanted to because i did an interview with uh ben renick a while back and they found that interview somebody from court tv or something like that and they wanted to talk to me about it and uh, when something like that comes up i always shoot it over to brian to be like what do you think what do you think right like what would you do you know like what would you would you talk to these people at all or and he was just uh he just gave me his feedback i can i know i can always I count on him for feedback when it comes to that type of stuff or anything really. It's amazing 100%. how much he's available to talk about stuff with how very little free time he really gives himself.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's very true. I remember when um when I talked with him shortly after taking the manager position at nerd, he um he was like, dude, if you need anything, like literally anything, please don't hesitate to contact me. And I was like I appreciate that so much, but I'm going to try to never have to contact you <laughs> unless I absolutely am at my wits' end about things. Yeah, I, um, I do the same thing, man. I yeah, because I'm just like, dude, I don't want to impose myself at all, you know. And there's there's been a couple times I've reached out to him for some advice, and uh, and he's been like on right, it, like right there, right there. Yeah. and I'm just like, dude, you don't know how much that means to me, yes. you know, because I. I know exactly, well, I don't know exactly how much you work, but I know how much you work, you know, from what I know about you, you know. And I've seen his old day-to-day 10 years ago and know how crazy that was. Yeah. So <laughs> I can only imagine what? what it is now, you know.
2: I um, mean, he's almost equally, or I would say is is equally passionate about people as he is about, you know, everything else he's doing. 100%. So, yes.
0: 100%. And that's what really sets him apart from a lot of people who are doing, you know, reptile stuff because if you talk to most people or not, I don't want to say most people, but a lot of people who do reptiles, they are always like I hate people, I love animals. And Brian loves both. He love he's just as happy to sit there and talk to you mm-hmm. about, you know, what's going on with fucking quarantine shit as he is talking about his next breeding project or, or something, an educational program that he did with yeah. some at a school. And he's just as passionate about both of those things. And that's so hard to find when it comes to reptile people. It's just so tough.
2: Yeah. I mean, I could, I could really say good things about Brian all day. You only every, every time I'm around him or any interaction with him, it's always uh, been, he's just giving. He's very giving. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. That's very true. Um, on, on a totally different topic, but also related because reptiles. Yes. Uh, we talked about this right before we actually started the interview, but but we need to we need to talk about the uh, your experience in the Brady Bar Cave. Oh my goodness! Because uh, Rob and I, so I'll give you a little precursor as to why this is so
2: amazing to us. Because well, we, it's actually very related because it was actually I was with Brian in that cave so damn Boom. look there at that we
1: are. freaking <laughs> killing it so you don't have to rub this shit in fucking world traveling um, motherfucker. Well, i'm
2: just saying there's a perfect segue um, that was it was him and i he and i him and whatever the hell you say it yeah um that was yeah the two of us and he i heard him retell the story recently on his podcast actually i was listening to one of the clips oh that they
1: man put out yeah
2: about that story and i was like yeah he actually pretty much told it exactly as i remembered i was like that's a great <laughs> job dude like you didn't you didn't mess up any, many of the details, except for the one detail about how pretty much he, he was on the fence about going, and I was the one that, that pushed. I was going. I was dead, dead. set. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going to, ready to leave by myself, which was – but that's when he, you know, to his credit, he was like, no, you're not going, but I'm coming. Because he's totally scared about flying on a plane. You know, like it, it's yes. just really – I've never seen anybody that has that much anxiety about getting on a plane. Yeah, I He, feel was, about he didn't about want it. to go to a prop plane. He was – Trying to make really sure with the the folks that were there with Keo and and uh, the other guy that we were there with, were kind of reassuring. We're like, no, it's not just a prop plane that that goes over there. So you, you should be good and stuff. But yeah, uh, Forrest was there at the hotel too, and and Keo, and Keo's buddy. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I had directions from Garrett Hartle because he lived there in Indonesia for a while. So he basically yeah. gave oh, me yeah, little yeah, yeah. paper napkin directions, like drive, a, you know, get to this <laughs> get to this airport and then uh, go up this road so many like 70 kilometers or so and then and then turn at this cobblestone spot here and just stuff like that and we had to take like uh we had we had to get directions for, not directions but we rode with some folks that Keo had arranged to meet us that didn't really speak much english and they weren't going to take us at first but man it was <laughs> like i have to go I, yeah, have I have to, to experience I, I the was bad going. bite. Like, it was one of the main reasons I came out there to meet those guys I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this place. I got these napkin directions, I'm going yeah, yeah, to yeah. This, yes. this cave. <laughs> and so we went and it was a very long road up there. And once we got there, we had to we didn't well yeah, I think we had to. We we met up at a village with a bunch of villagers and everybody's running around in the car. And uh man, I could tell this st- – Brian did a good job of telling it, but it's uh it's basically how it happened. But it was a long road up. Like, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't so far distance as much as the road had, hadn't been treated in probably 25 years. You know, there'd been no work Oof. done on this road. And there were spots that were going, like, five miles an hour for miles, you know, Oof. Um, just to get over the, all the little the bumps and whatnot. And when we rolled to this village, all the kids are running along the side of the car smiling, and we're, we're doing some little video with them and stuff. And mm-hmm. they, you could tell they hadn't seen somebody from outside the village for quite some time, probably and they were super excited in this country. Everybody smiles. Everybody's super friendly. There's lots Mm, of smiles. That's awesome. I will say that Indonesia is definitely a country of smiles. Like people are very friendly and and happy. I remember everywhere I went in the country, people just smile at me. Um, I think I maybe do look a little Indonesian, maybe, so maybe that, that also helps. <laughs> <But> <laughs> there were definitely a couple people that tried to speak uh, one of the many dialects to me, and I was like, I'm sorry, I I, no, I, learned, a, I learned a few phrases, but not, not enough to really have a conversation. All the yeah. important um,
1: ones. Where's the bathroom, and how many cuss words? Water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's the water? <laughs> and water, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so we got, we got to the village, and then we kind of made it known, and the guys found one of the elders to explain what we were there for and, and tell them, um what it was and we ended up gathering in this little hut and everybody kind of like the whole village basically piles into this little hut and brian and i and our somewhat translator is sitting there and the whole village is sitting there and at this point it went from the whole country being smiles to the, in this little dark hut and nobody smiling like the mood turned very somber mm. like no smiles and that and the darkness and the no smiles really helped set that mood of somberness and the elders just sit in front of us talking to to each other and kind of looking at us and and we had no idea what they were saying and it was starting to feel a little weird like <laughs> th- there's some vibes like i guess there's still head hunting tribes out there and stuff like that <laughs> so a little bit of that uneasiness already yeah and and i was kind of eyeing the window you know as they're talking like okay there is a window right there there so is a like, way not... out yeah, <laughs> yeah. and after a bunch of talking one of the elders kind of shouts to somebody behind him and they, and they come out and bring this big machete and put it in his hand and <laughs> thinking back, now obviously I made it. You know, when you tell these stories like you thought you were going to die, but I'm here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Alert, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> when that machete was being handed over, I was like, I was like, I was waiting for Brian to make the first one. I was like, dude. I know that I dragged you over here, kind of, in a way, but now I'm waiting for you to make the first move, because I yeah. feel like... Now it's your <laughs> fault! It's your fault! This is happening, Brian, Brian didn't Marching. jump out the window. Ah! He didn't jump out the window, so I had to stay. I was... I was like, as soon as he makes the move, I am right with him.
1: <laughs> I'm yanking your but... ponytail down to get up first.
2: <laughs> but, but obviously, it was good. They, they took us down to the cave, and they used the machete to cut off a branch and bring a branch down there and they brought a little egg and they they split the top of the branch to make a little egg cradle that they stuck in the ground and placed this egg in there and gently removed the top of the egg and did this little ceremony and blessing and, and said this prayer before we went into the cave to kind of bless it. And I don't know if Brady Barr did that or not, but you if he know, didn't, that's probably why he got that's bit. That's why he got he bit. A
0: hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. He just if, he like, d-
1: if that did happen, they half-assed it. Oh yeah, they didn't. <laughs> they
0: didn't say the words right. They didn't. They didn't prop it up right.
1: They had a. They had a different elder in that weekend. <laughs> it, it wasn't the same vibe. He had a
0: bad back, man.
1: He got a bad
2: <laughs> back. Yeah. Yeah. But Brian actually ended up. A- I, I gotta thank brian again because he paid the tab we did give the villagers they, they were like we got we need 40 bucks uh and brian's like yeah here you go <laughs> <up>. like, <laughs> that was easy that's perfect that money. you know so but we would have not have found it without guidance i mean it's down the side of this yeah. hill off this village like way down like an hour hike downhill
1: down oh, wow. to the
2: mouth of this cave or so and at least an hour back maybe it was faster down but definitely an hour back up damn um, wow But what an experience to handle some reticulated pythons in the wild, even though they weren't the most massive and aggressive Brady bar-biting retics, they were still (laughs) amazing. And you have to wander. The bat cave is, you're like chest deep in, or uh, waist deep, sorry, not chest deep, but waist deep in a river of bat guano. It literally sounds like it's raining in the cave and it's not rain. It's bat guano falling into more bat guano. Uh.
1: That's not good. So, okay, so Rob and I love that clip of, of Brady Barr. It's it's a, a staple. staple, and it's we staple. reference it fairly often All throughout the, the day, almost every day. Um, but Just one day
2: – I haven't seen it in years, but it's his, his, his reaction. Is it's up. priceless. So
1: Rob and I are, are are talking about it one day, and Kevin's like, yeah, you know, I actually met Brady Barr. And and we're like, yeah? How's his back? <laughs> And he's like, no, it was, the bite wasn't even that bad. It was about the back one. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. no I understand I get it. Oh, that. I get it. I 100% would also be mentally freaking out about all the bat piss and shit that's going into my open wound. Yeah. However... He was freaking out so much. He said he had a bad back
2: <laughs> and a bad bite. And a bad bite. <laughs> well, and- maybe. I mean, here's something to put it in slight perspective. I'll always stick up for the guy that's not here just to do it for himself. Yeah. It is. A, it is a climb back out of there. So maybe he was thinking about that. He's like, I. Maybe I don't. know I'm not saying he was. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe, <laughs> so. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe yeah, so. I'm, there I'm is back. That climb back up afterwards. That's you know, fine. Uh, that's, that's. I don't know how much extra you have to pay to be carried by an elder. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my no. gosh!
1: I'm so happy this is happening right oh,
2: now. My <laughs> <laughs> Me too, dude. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, but I mean, you guys are so awesome, man. Like it just it adds to the. The fact that um, I mean, you guys work at such a cool place, but the fact that you guys are just such cool people, and we I don't try. know if that comes from being in New Hampshire, but just uh, you know what's I don't know, fucked you up. Super you want to cool. hear something really fucked up? Yes, I do. Both of us are from Massachusetts. That's true. Uh, That's true. yeah. Uh, well, ah! You know, it's all—it's all about what you make your own. You, you create your own reality, right? You're 100%. dealt certain cards. Yeah. You knew you wanted to live for your die. hundred percent. That's yep. true.
0: When I was growing up, I spent. Almost all of my summers in New Hampshire at a campground, off-grid, camping in a tent for, like, three to six weeks at a time. So that was, like, my childhood. That's where I, you know, grew up, quote-unquote. So that always, to me, was like, that is what I love. So coming to New Hampshire was just like, yes,
1: I'm about it. I spent some summers in band camp and practicing trumpet (sighs) while staring at snakes. In my house, <laughs> so I went to ban-
2: I went to band camp too, so I could relate. <laughs> you play flute by chance? Oh no, not that summer. <laughs> 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 that was the summer
1: he learned tuba.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did actually
2: play euphonium for many years. Boom! <laughs>
1: Look at that. Okay, wait. Other other music tangents. So there's one of the high school band directors in my hometown. Uh, his name is Matt Bertuzzi. He and I get get along great, uh, but I th- he has a picture of me from a gig I was doing where I was I happen to be playing euphonium, mm-hmm. and it's it's a fairly embarrassing photo I, I'm I, I might say, and it's also like not in focus, it's extra grainy and shit, and every freaking year i swear he's marked it on his calendar when it's gonna pop up in his facebook's memories (laughs) and he shares it every fucking Uh. year and that day just passed yesterday and he shared it i get a notification and he's like we'll share every year and i'm like (laughs) damn it
2: you know to be fair as somebody who played the euphonium literally throughout the entirety of middle school and high school there's not really a way to look cool holding it okay no there's not not.
1: there's not. There's not. There, there's Maybe if not. you're
2: hanging it down, like slinging it low and just kind of carrying it upside down, but it's going to hit the ground if you carry it like yeah, that. Yeah, and then Ugh. you're extra screwed. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, no, I think it was extra funny for him because I was borrowing that euphonium from his school because I don't own one. I'm not spending five grand for a euphonium. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, it was one of the ones that he had at his school, and uh, and it was really dented up and everything. And I was like, "Ah, oh, dude, this is all you got, man." And he's uh, like, Budget "I cut a really bro. dented
2: one on I saw a really dented one on Craigslist or something uh, a few days ago for like three hundred bucks." I was like, "Damn, that's uh, that's not if, bad." If I didn't want, it. yeah, but then I had to drive to LA, and I was like, "Oh man, nah, that's yeah, gosh, way that makes it four thousand dollars." <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that you so, have to so be paid.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, Bell front or Bell straight up? Because I've seen both. Usually they're bell front is how I think of them, but
1: yeah, the bell facing up is, I think that one's a little more common in the school system, uh, yeah. just cause that one's a little harder to mess up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. oh
2: man. Some good memories with the euphonium, man. Dude. Oh my gosh.
1: I remember getting, uh, getting picked to do like a, uh, uh, what the hell is it called? Is it the Massachusetts Lions All-State Band, and it's basically like oh. across all. We, see, Mass- this
2: is why this is why we get along, naturally. I, I did the same thing. What you funny? I, I went to a state, uh, state honor band every year. Oh, really? Of, uh, yeah,
1: that's awesome. Um,
2: yeah, one of my one of my first achievements in life uh, that they gave me a plaque for it was it was that stuff.
1: That's badass, dude. I uh, my first year doing it, I like I was supposed to go in on trumpet, and Uh, unfortunately, I had a very large boa constrictor that Mm. decided she was going to pin herself in a very weird way with my wrist in the middle of a coil. Mm. Uh, And I basically sprained my wrist and had to be in a splint, so I couldn't hold my Uh, trumpet right the way the the splint was set. And uh, we had one of those uh, bell or front-facing bell euphoniums. So my first year there, I had to play euphonium, and I'm like, this is horrible. I don't like this at all. I'm not getting any booty. <laughs>
2: yeah, you don't really see many euphonium players in reggae, rock, any kind of no. band. that plays They're not in even in jazz
1: large... band, dude. <laughs> There's nothing cool about it. Ah, and there's that's one arrangement. There's one arrangement of Green Sleeves that's a euphonium feature, and it's gorgeous. After that, that's
2: it. That's all you get is one. <laughs> so when I was 16, I learned to play drums and bass and guitar and, and all that stuff. So that uh, you know, that kind of counterbalanced the euphoniumness. <laughs> <laughs> euphonium. Yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> dark times.
2: <laughs> Great
1: memories, but dark times.
2: Ah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's funny that it was, uh, it was still snake-related, though.
1: <laughs> oh, 100%. Dude, that story, especially when like I knew some of the people in that band from other events I had done, and they're like, don't you usually play trumpet? And I'm like, yes. What happened? What happ- okay, I'll tell you when we break for lunch, because yep. it's kind of a long story. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I'm very intrigued. And then I'm like, look, so there's this snake. And they're like, what? It laid down (laughs) in your bed next to you? Sizing you up? Uh, (laughs) No. 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 Not at all. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that that story. Then, uh, that's the only reason I became cool as the Euphonium player. Because they're like, this guy's got snakes! (laughs) (laughs) And that's the reason he's hanging around with all the nerds! (laughs) Uh...
2: Ah. It's a little more difficult to get first chair trumpet. Like there's a lot more competition for first chair trumpet than there is euphonium. You know, it's dude. It's so true.
1: But then you know what? Every time I did that ensemble every year after, I auditioned for jazz band and got fucking lead. Because I was like, I have to redeem myself for as many <laughs> years as possible for this one very dark time <laughs> in the middle of the back row of the band, next to the tuba players. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh, that's funny dude. That's funny, oh, that's a funny man. Stuff right there.
1: Uh, shout uh, out to all the high school band geeks playing euphonium. It gets better guys. All one of you.
2: <laughs> it really does. It gets, it gets really better. really good. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I would say oh, the band God. you know folks in band had more fun than any, any other because I did a lot of different stuff in school too like I played I played football and I hung out with uh, skaters and, and stoners did all kinds of stuff. but those band folks Don't have a good time, man.
1: It's true dude. It's true. It's so freaking. Some of true. those
2: trips to like the amusement park, you know, or, or like camps that like people there some fun being had.
1: <laughs> yep. A hundred percent. The bus rides are always fun if you're Oof. in the back.
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the further further in the back is possible. Yes.
1: Yep. Exactly. Is that where the euphonium players hang out? No, it's not. <laughs> That's where the trumpet players hang out, man. <laughs> trumpet players and rhythm section, man. <laughs> oh my, oh, my man. gosh that's uh that's too funny oh man Uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm like uh, you're drinking yeah
2: Yeah, I'm... i was taking a big sip
1: oh. <laughs> that's there's all the dead air has been brought to you by old fashions <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah they only shut me up when i'm drinking them like you know the act of drinking them the, <laughs> I think it's the uh, I think it's the that that's got me a little more. Uh, what is it? Uh, introspective. Oh. Introspective. Going in deep.
1: Walking on the sky. There you go.
2: I feel like if I get bit by a snake right now, it would really wake me up.
1: Uh, <laughs> is it, it gonna it, happen? It tends Are you gonna make it happen?
2: It wouldn't be too hard. I just need to l- rub a little rabbit on something and then you know, open one of these cages and Oof, with a quickness. That's true. That would, that would do it.
1: That's, that's true. Cat we don't need that cool to happen, though. No. <laughs> Only if this was a, 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 was video, a video podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can have
2: the next
0: <laughs> four million view video. That's true.
2: <laughs> I do see that I, I left all the lashes open because I remember I took, you sent you me that picture right before we started. I was like, I'm about to clean the snake view, but then I didn't get it quite settled so the latches are all still open on the Machino, and she's just looking <laughs> at me
1: she's like you fucked up dude <laughs>
2: <laughs> i did just give her a rabbit like two days ago so she's uh okay so you're not that she's bad. not super searchy right yeah she's yeah. laying under the heat heat panel right now just kind of chilling, chilling out
1: there you go oh man all right dude we are so we're around that time it's about that we time. have to end this but before we end it We always ask everybody one question, and that question is, uh, what out there in the realm of Reptile has you super geeked out? Uh, It doesn't have to be necessarily anything in your collection or or anything like that, but anything in the ethers in the Reptile world that has you geeked out. And and since everybody has extra time to be searching social media, better be something good, Cusco. I don't want to hear cheap shit.
2: Well, I'm um, I'm seeing that Keith McPeak might have a gravid um, a mm-hmm. gravid Boland's python over there. That that's pretty exciting to me. Um, I mean, obviously that's not my snake, but when I saw yep. that picture, that looked like that snake is. <laughs> I mean, he, he thinks it's gravid. It looks it looked like it was gravid from that picture. Uh, that's exciting. I would yep. be just excited about how much willi- money I'd possibly be willing to lose to get a <laughs> American-born uh, <laughs> Boland's python. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, yeah. oh, man, my wallet can't handle that. So that's exciting. Like, the yeah. that to... <laughs> 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 like reaching out, because being... I don't want to reach out to him and say, hey, can I get on a list and not be ready to pull the trigger the second it's ready? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, <laughs> the fact that the fact that it's potentially happening and the fact that I could potentially do something really stupid with money I don't have, that's super exciting. <laughs>
1: that's always exciting
2: yeah all the all the uh, fallout that would ensue <laughs> yeah
1: that's less exciting but you'd have the snake though
2: i would and I, every time <laughs> things seem like they're getting a little rough i would just go down here and, and hold it and you like oh and, and cry it's all better now and leave the <laughs> latches
1: open after you've rubbed yourself in rabbits and just see what happens <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that does sound like a pretty good time, actually. I don't win, want to yeah. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it once before with rats, but yeah, I mean that—that that was the first thing. I mean that was a pretty honest response. I—I I, I was gonna try. There's so many things I could think of, but that was the—that was the one that came right to Bullens. the forefront of the brain. Was that Bowen's python, man. Yeah. Captive that bred Bolin's python.
0: When you come out to nerd, you're gonna have to play with some.
2: Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the first. That was the first time we met. Jeremy was right. Like, was over a Bowen's yep. python.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. You're a badass motherfucker then, you're a badass motherfucker still. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not, I'm not going to try too hard. I try to get out of my own way if I can, but you know, sometimes I'm successful, and I'm grateful for those times. <laughs> Hell yeah. I hear you, dude. Dude, so well... If, if
0: people want to find out more about you, where should they look you up? Where should they uh, follow you on
2: the socials? Well, if they want to find out more about me, you just go to Brian Cusco on Instagram or YouTube. Uh, Life is virtually an open book there, so you find out all kinds of things that maybe you never even knew you wanted to know, and some things you wish you didn't.
0: (laughs) Yes, it's
2: all it's all there.
1: (laughs) I dig it. Hell yeah, I dig it.
2: So
0: we are super pleased to have you, man. We're gonna have to have you back sometime soon, and uh, thank you very much.
2: Yeah, man, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. All right,
1: dude. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right.